This is your Kick-Ass Life Podcast, episode number 144. This is the Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast with Andrea Owen, a no BS guide to self-help and badassery. Because ladies, let's face it, life's too short for it to not kick ass. And here's your host, the girl who serves it up straight with a side of crazy, Andrea Owen. Hey, ass kickers. How are you? This is a mini-sode, just a short little episode that I'm doing kind of in the, the middle of the week. Well, I guess it's kind of the end of the week that this is coming out. And I wanted to just pop by your ears to tell you a quick story, obviously with a lesson at the end, as they always do. But I just wanted to tell you this quick story about when I first started learning about how impactful negative self-talk can be and learning how to manage it. So in early 2007, when my life had fallen apart for the second time in a year, and it really sort of was when I started to throw myself into personal development, when I drew the line in the sand and was like, no more tolerating this anymore. One of the first lessons I started learning about was about negative self-talk. And I didn't even realize it at the time that I was really beating myself up like crazy. I was so mortified about where my life had ended up. I kept telling myself things like, you should know better. You are a grown-ass woman who didn't listen to your gut. I can't believe I ended up here. You know, at the time I was, I was living with my sister and her family, you know, for, for me it was like the equivalent of like just total failure. And I didn't have a job and I had left my job. It's kind of a long story of how I ended up there. But there I was and really just, I was 31 at the time. And, and that was n- where I was, was not the picture that I had thought I, the place I had thought I would be when I was that age. I thought I was going to be married and have a couple of kids at that point. My career would be taking off. You know, I'd have my dream job dialed in by then. And to sort of make matters worse, that's where all of my friends were, all of them. <laughs> were at that place where they were either married with children or getting married or pregnant and all of them were either you know stay-at-home moms or they were in careers that were you know they were just kicking ass in their career one of my friends had just got like a like a major promotion at her job and it was just and of course those were the things that I focused on that everybody had their life together except me. And I was embarrassed and ashamed and humiliated and and kind of all of those feelings wrapped into one. And so when I started on this personal development journey, I remember learning about this whole concept of negative self-talk. And I remember thinking, this is, but, but wait a minute, this is the truth. Like I am a failure. I am a loser. I did tolerate all of these things, and I am not at the place that I want to be. Therefore, I am A, B, and C. So it was mind-blowing to me just the concept that you can separate fact from the stories that you make up about those facts. And I've talked about that here on the podcast before because the fact was I had – I was in a place where I had left my job and I – didn't have a place to live, and I had been conned out of all of my savings. So I was broke, 
living with my sister and didn't have a job. Like those were the facts. And really what I think was so helpful to me was was realizing the stories that I made up about that, that the stories that I made up about who I was as a person were not true. And it wasn't just like someone told me that and I was like, wow, okay, so I am not all of those things. It was a process to pull myself out of the place. I mean, there were a lot of tears and I remember at one point, I was at one of the weekends for my coach training and they asked people if they want to be coached up in the front of the room. And there's about 20 other students there. And I volunteered and uh, May Vu, she was the, the master coach at the time. And just that's what we worked on. And I was crying up there in front of everybody. And I like dramatically ran out of the room and everything. And it ended up being fine. But it was a very dramatic episode of of me coming to this conclusion and just processing all of it. Because it was, for me, it was a lot of emotion involved. And it might be that way for you too, or it might maybe not be so heavy. It could vary on the spectrum because everybody has their own unique story. Everyone has their own unique circumstance and situation that they're in. But I think that what is the most universal is that we all have moments where we don't feel like we're measuring up. We all have moments where we think about what other people might think of us, how other people might be judging us or criticizing us, or maybe they actually are. Maybe we know that they are. And we make that mean something about us. And whether or not you hear the voice in your mind, whether or not you hear yourself telling yourself things about yourself that are negative, some people don't. Some people actually just have an overall feeling, like a wash over them of not feeling like they are enough. And it could be either. That's the part that's universal. And so that's why I'm so passionate about talking about this because I really feel at the end of the day, you don't have a to-do list problem. You don't have a I'm not promoted enough problem. You don't have an I don't work out enough problem. The problem is with the way that you speak to yourself. The problem is the lack of self-compassion. And I know some people think, well, isn't that just a way for me to be a slacker? If I give myself too much self-compassion, am I giving myself too much slack where I am just going to end up being a total and complete loser and not show up for work anymore and go to Walmart in my robe and my slippers and have egg stains all over me? Like, I'm just making that up. But no, no, none of you, none of you listening to this are going to end up that way just because you give yourself some self-compassion. Like, I am all for excellence. Like, I am all for doing things really well. I am a self-proclaimed overachiever that daily works on cutting myself a little bit of slack. Because at the end of the day, your quote-unquote a little bit of slack is other people's A-plus day. And that's really the the women that I seem to attract and the women that listen to this podcast, that's probably you. So I want you to think about that. 
the whole, it doesn't have to be black or white. It doesn't have to be completely polarized one end of the spectrum or the other. Either I go a thousand miles an hour and do everything really well and do all of these things that my inner critic has made a list that I need to do, eat clean all the time, work out five to six days a week, get promoted, make six figures, be a Pinterest mom, like all of these things that are either at the forefront of your mind or that are in your subconscious because they're in there. And then on the other side of the spectrum is be a total slacker and total and complete loser. There is a middle area. Life balance, like that, I think that the whole concept of life balance has totally screwed us all. And there is no such thing. I've talked about that that before. There's no such thing. It's messy and it's complicated. And I'm a believer that if you are excelling and kicking ass in one area of your life, then you're probably dropping the ball somewhere else. And it's about, I'm going off on a tangent here, but bear with me. This is turning not into a mini-sode. <laughs> but Really, that's a lot of times what it is, and it's about just figuring out what it is that is the most important to you, but that is for another episode. So what I want to invite you to is a free week with me that starts on April 3rd. If you haven't signed up yet, please go and do so. I'm making it really easy for you. You can simply text the word COURAGE to 444-999 or go to yourkickasslife.com forward slash seven day challenge. And it's a week long event that I host. This is the fifth time I've been hosting it. I will have hosted it. 6,200 women have gone through this course with me already in the last several years. And I have adjusted it and I'm not going to say I perfected it. I've adjusted it and changed it a little bit over the years uh, just based on people's feedback. And I am so proud of this work and I'm so proud of the work that women do when they commit to it. 10 minutes a day, that's all I ask you to open up the emails that you'll get, do the worksheet, Come to the Facebook group that you'll get invited to and share your aha moments, your questions. I will answer them in a Facebook live video every night in that group. The seven-day challenge, and I call it the courage challenge because it takes courage to do this. It takes courage to really pull the covers back on your negative self-talk, on the feelings that you have about yourself, and it takes a lot of courage to try to adjust it, to change it, to manage it. And let me tell you something else. This takes commitment and it takes practice. And that's what the seven-day challenge is inviting you to do. And I have had women tell me, I was skeptical, Andrea, but the seven-day challenge changed my life. It, it changed the way that I speak to myself. And that is foundational you guys, it is absolutely foundational. Again, it was the first work that I did in the beginning of my journey 10 years ago, and I continue to practice it. I continue to use the language. This is the same stuff. What I'm teaching you is the same stuff that I learn, and it costs zero dollars. So I think you should come. Again, text the word COURAGE to 444-999, and I will see you over there on Monday, April 3rd. It's coming up. And I will see you out in cyberspace. All right. Bye.